Good fucking morning. It is Monday, aka Misha Mondays. So I'm coming at y'all with a fresh fucking episode, okay? So from now on, Mondays is gonna be the days that the podcast drop for Misha Monday. So y'all stay tuned. Turn on those alerts, subscribe, do what you gotta do to know that bitch a new app is out, okay? Alright, let's get in fucking to it on this lovely dovely Monday morning. All right, let's talk about some less serious shit first. Let's talk about how motherfucking the babes, the roach, the bedbug, whatever his name is, the baby. He is alleging that he smashed Meg's cakes to smithereens and whatnot. Now, here's my take. I don't know if it's true or not. If it's true, why is you out here telling the whole fucking world? Number one. Number two, if this is true. I guess Meg likes some fun sized, you know, nothing wrong with that. Cause sometimes a short king got a big dingling, you know, it is what it is, but I, I just don't like the bed bug. I don't, I'm not a fan of him anymore after all the bullshit that he's done. He's just a horrible, toxic, shitty individual, but I just want to know why did you feel the need to go express that to the world? I mean, I guess he knew his album was going to hit double baloney a two-pack of ass and so he was like let me figure out what i gotta do marketing wise to make sure this shit at least trends for one day which it did because you know everybody was talking about it oh my god oh my god meg fucks the baby and niggas was so quick to believe him i'm like y'all wouldn't believe meg's word about tori shooting her ass but y'all want to believe this nigga as soon as he says i fuck meg like uh, what you just say y'all hate women and you're gay as hell and move on because the Meg hate I'm I'm real tired of it you know you can say what you want believe her or not whatever but y'all it's just like it's giving I hate women I want to be one can I have your vagina that's that's what it's giving am I tripping no I'm not I'm really not so yeah he knew his album was finna go double flop and he was like let me fucking talk about Meg to you know make this shit fucking relevant for a, a dash of a second and it worked for a dash of a second and now Who's talking about it? No one. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Let's talk about Nick Cannon. <sighs> yes, I had to take a deep breath before that because just saying his name, you know, I got to look around, make sure he don't pop up and appear and try to get me fucking pregnant because, you know, you know how that nigga do, you know, look in the mirror and say, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon three times. You're going to pop up fucking pregnant, baby. Okay. He's the new candy man. He's the baby man. Okay. Period. So one of his 86 collectible baby mothers you know decide to go to the internet and be like oh, i haven't slept in three days i don't know what to do i'm just so tired and then someone told her bitch where the night nurse at and then she said bitch who's paying for that and somebody said bitch where is nick and then she went off on them like the nerve of you motherfuckers to try to tell me what to tell my baby daddy to do with his motherfucking money Bitch, if you're exhausted, tired, depressed, all this, what the fuck are you talking about? That man can more than afford to get you a goddamn night nurse. Get you one and stop getting on the internet trying to tell us about your problems. Tell Nicholas, okay? That's the one who motherfucking is causing the problems anyway. You think you're the only bitch who ain't slept in three days? It's about 86 other yo sister wife baby mama bitches that probably ain't slept in five. Okay? It's y'all's decision to keep letting this man fuck y'all and knock y'all up and give y'all babies. And then y'all think the check is worth it. Well, is it going to be worth it in the future when he doesn't have time to spread out with all 82 kids? Is it going to be worth it in the future when he doesn't have time to give them the love and attention and affection that they need? Hell, he can't even give y'all the love, attention, and affection y'all bitches need. Because he don't even want y'all. He just wants y'all to have the babies. Okay? Love Nick Cannon. 
You know, we watched him go from Nick Cannon show to being, you know, very small. Now he's one of the biggest paid entertainers in the world. Not mad at it. You know, love wilding out. But Nick, it's time to wrap it up. No pun intended. Like literally just wrap it up. Go ahead and go see the doctor. Get a vasectomy and end this madness because I am tired of you and your little fucking rainbow coalition of baby mothers. I'm just tired. Okay, Nick. And I know your dick is tired. I know he's begging for a break. He's begging to begging to be stopped. He's like, please, please give me a break. And you like, nope, I'm straight on it. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Moving on. Let's talk about motherfucking y'all idolizing these internet relationships. And they really be relationships. And yes, repeat after me relationships okay so basically you know recently it looked like india and dirk had broke up and you know everybody was oh my god love don't exist love ain't real if they don't broke up this and the other they done been in shootouts together this down the fourth and it's because he had a baby on her um and you know people aren't even really mad at the fact he had a baby on her they're just more mad at the fact that she's dark-skinned and they think the india is prettier than her and that's let's let's unpack this so they really were attacking this girl like dirk cheated on india with this and that's who he got pregnant and blah 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 trying to post the worst pictures of her possible and this down the forward to make it seem like india because she's light bright she's all right like and i don't like that and i don't care what shade i am yeah i'm lighter yeah i have white lineage african-american lineage native american lineage it doesn't fucking matter y'all was attacking that bitch just because she was dark-skinned not because she fucked off with dirk it was because she was dark-skinned let's just be fucking real keep it a stack just like how when nick cannon just had his most recent baby mama come for it and it was the dark-skinned chick from fronting everybody was like oh my god finally a dark-skinned one oh my god now he got you dark-skinned sis but now that he dirt is what the fuck anyway i'm just like y'all stop idolizing these people y'all see on the internet that shit is fabricated false okay they literally would be like oh my god i got a purse i got a car he give me this he give me that but behind the scenes he's giving that bitch heartache headaches and probably coochie aches okay from the damn stds okay just like the little baby in jada waiter every other day that man was in the media little baby fucks porn star little baby fucks her motherfucking sister little baby fucks her motherfucker little baby was fucking everybody and then she was like i'm gonna stick beside him guess what i got a birkin i'm gonna stick beside him i got me a porsche i'm gonna stick it's when is sticking beside a nigga ever gonna get through y'all bitch's head that's not enough y'all sticking beside him and he's sticking his dick in another bitch he does not care he's he does not care Okay, y'all can think, oh, if I do this for him, he gonna remember this forever. If I do this, he ain't never gonna forget. That man is still gonna be like, I need to go bust this nut where the bitch is at. So y'all can think doing this, that, and the other for a man is gonna make him stay around. It's not. Good head ain't finna make a nigga stay around. Good sex ain't finna make a nigga stay around. Cooking for that nigga every night ain't finna make him stay around. Making sure you take care of him in his pockets. He ain't gonna stay around. If you wanna fuck off, he gonna fuck off. Beyonce got cheated on. Motherfucking Halle Berry. Motherfuck everybody. It doesn't matter. If a nigga does not want to keep his dick where it's at, it's going to go where it's going to be. And that's that on that. Y'all idolize these relationships and they be relationships like Ari and Moneybag. First of all, I don't like Ari. She's a very toxic, disgusting individual. Moneybag, you can tell he's going through it. She probably be whooping his ass. She probably be talking to him any kind of way. This down the fourth. They broke up. He had her Lambo repossessed. This down the fourth. And then next thing you know, they're back together. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle to keep continuing and going back and forth. And that's on them. That's these celebrities. And y'all idolize them. Y'all be like, oh my God, I love that toxic shit. Oh my God. 
That's why y'all ain't never getting married. Or that's why y'all with a nigga who treats y'all like shit or a bitch who walk all over you. That Stop idolizing these false ass relationships. It's, it's tired. It's whack. And they're fake. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... I guess the topic today is just going to be niggas and cheating and everything. But yeah. So, Ime, I think I'm saying that right. Ime Yudoka. He goes with Nia Longs. He, I think, coaches the Celtics. Or was. He's suspended now. Why? Hmm. Well, if you've been keeping up with the media, he decided to dip his wick in a company's fucking candlestick. Okay, bitch? Like, literally, he basically fucked the team travel planner. And she was married. Whole ass married. He's not married to Nia. But that bitch he was cheating with was married to a man. And my whole take is, they're not slick enough for me. And here's why. Let's unpack it. So, apparently, these, you know... Things started surfacing, I believe, last week about how he, you know, got caught up cheating. He's being suspended. This, that, and the fourth. We didn't know who it was with. Matt Barnes came out with a statement saying, it's grimy out here. Shit's getting bad. Now, you know, if Matt Barnes, I'm going to drive 95 miles an hour to go with my ex-teammate for fucking with my ex-bitch in front of my kids and a whole party's ass said it's bad, it probably is bad. So then more details are starting to emerge. Basically, the bitch was over the travel plans of the whole team including nia when she had to go see her motherfucking man so then a tweet comes up from i think it was june basically of nia first of all why is nia long a motherfucking jet blue yeah so she was basically talking about how her flight was canceled and she was just like all this shit and then now me and the rest of black twitter's heads is you know can't help but think is the mistress bitch the reason why nia flight got canceled that night and some shit went down why she couldn't get home she she wanted her nigga to herself one more night. And so she was like, Nia gonna have to miss this flight. Because that's what it's giving. It's giving, let me cancel Nia flight so I can get one more night. That's what it was giving. So yeah, and then apparently, this is why I said they're not slick enough. I had to hit that damn blanks. They're not slick enough because, motherfucking, why is you getting caught on the ring camera? Something told her, her husband's intuition to... Nigga, go listen to the ring camera. Go listen to what the fuck she's talking about on the ring. He tapped into the ring, and I guess they was talking about what they was talking about. And that's how he discovered the affair was happening. Now, y'all are not slick enough for me. At all. Because this man done found out through a fucking ring camera. He ain't had no P.I. He, nigga, tapped into the ring on your ass. Baby. Babes. Sugar lump. Muffin if y'all are going to cheat and i don't condone cheating but people gonna cheat hell i'm not trying to put the divorce lawyers out of business you know let them make their little fucking coin however if you are going to cheat have some have a fucking plan some tactics have, have a like you know a a layout an outline a diagram if this happens this gonna this this and this y'all don't be planning for shit y'all just be like i'm gonna fuck and suck and i'm gonna get fucked and get sucked and then i'm not gonna deal with the consequences whatever happened happened y'all don't think about oh shit i'm gonna get out of it oh shit someone might listen to the ring if you are going to cheat be meticulous you know plan it out do like y'all don't be cheating with no effort y'all just cheat it's eat that's it and i'm just like where is the effort and then first of all how you, <laughs> you gonna cheat on motherfucking me alone baby Nia, if you need somewhere to recuperate and just collect yourself and get it together because of what this man has done did to you he may i may i may fuck some bitches i may cheat on you i may you know i may whatever he may whatever fucking name if you need baby i got you okay nia fuck him okay fuck that man okay 
You don't need him. You never need him. You're fucking me alone. Okay? Cheating bastard. Anyway, he fine though. I, that was, and then this is really why I'm mad. You want to know I'm really mad? A dream deferred. Because I wanted to have, that was one of my dream threesomes. Nia, Ime, and me. And now he done fucked it up. Well, I don't know if she's leaving, honestly. I don't think Nia gonna leave. I think Nia just gonna, you know, take her little diamonds, her part, whatever the fuck you gonna give her, and she's gonna keep it moving. Because Nia, like, bitch, I don't, I really, I really feel like Nia don't really give a fuck like that. She just give a fuck that it's out. Because I just can look at Nia and tell that she's a cool cavalier ass bitch. And she gonna get her lick back. It's lick back season. She's gonna get that fucking lick back. He may think she's gonna get that lick back. Okay? She's gonna get the lick back. Okay, let's talk about something else. The last topic before I get into story time. Let's talk about why people are so obsessed with fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Because... You know, a new shit came out on Netflix with him, Nisi Nash, and you know, I'm sorry, him meaning Evan Peters. Let me, like, it's the real Jeffrey, bitch. Evan Peters, love him, love Nisi Nash. However, you know, things have been coming to light on Twitter, basically how the conditions for the black people working on set, like the actual workers, not the actors, it was less than lackluster. And then families are basically coming forward saying they are not notified when new series, new podcasts, new movies, anything releases in regards to like their family being victims of Jeffrey Dahmer or like any victims families. They don't get a hootie who, by the way, this shit is dropping. They may just turn on TV one day and see someone who looks like their fucking family member being hacked to pieces. And then it's an ad for a new movie starring Jeffrey Dahmer. And then we saw your cousin get murdered on TV. <laughs> Unacceptable. Literally, a family member of a man who was murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer came forward saying, you know, that their family was pissed. They were not notified. They just, you know, basically found out like everyone else, social media or someone contacted them was like, hey, did you know they're coming out with some shit about Jeffrey Dahmer? And then it's going to be featuring, you know, your family member showing how he got fucking murdered and ate and all that shit. Like, it's no big deal. And it is. But what's the bigger deal is why are y'all so obsessed with keep making shit about Jeffrey Dahmer and like, oh my God, he was just misunderstood or he was attractive. That's how he was luring his people in pause this man was a sick fuck pedo who was luring people in and he knew he was in a bad neighborhood where the cops was not gonna come or if they did come they wasn't gonna believe the black folks the latinos the asians or whatever he looked like the more you know i'm clean cut white guy they're not gonna you know mess with me they're not gonna you know believe i'm doing anything crazy and he was doing the absolutely most craziest shit one of his victims almost got away and then the stupid ass police returned him because they didn't do their fucking due diligence and be like let's go run this nigga's name then they could have seen this man was a whole fucking pedo a sex offender and they would have known this little boy did not even need to be in his care whether it's his quote-unquote boyfriend or not 19 or not okay and it's just like everyone's so obsessed with jeffrey dahmer jeffrey it's like the 85th fucking thing i've seen on this man like literally i'm like is that fucking serious? It's not. He wasn't He wasn't shit and he's not shit now. Dead. Like, literally. And the black man who split his wig in prison. I hope you're thriving. I hope you're doing well. I hope people are putting money on your books. Hell, I might put some money on your motherfucking books. I might write you a letter. You know, whatever. But, like, literally, they're just so obsessed with people like Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy. Like, Ted Bundy was all right. He was kind of mid. It was giving mid. But, you know, bitches walking, oh, he's so cute. Looking like a fake-ass Zac Efron and motherfucking, oh, my God, let me, uh, you need help looking for your puppy? Ah, I'm in the trunk. Like, bitch, come on. But back then... In their defense, it wasn't like that back then. You know, you really could kind of trust people like that, I guess. I don't fucking know. But I just want to know, what's what's up with people's obsession with, like, the white serial killers? Because I promise you, 
if a fucking documentary about black serial killers or a black serial killer series came out, the ratings would be trash. They would be like, who the fuck asked for this? This is not good. It's very scary. It's very dark and menacing and ominous. I'm telling you, because we ain't seen one yet. And there are black serial killers. And I'm not saying, you know, oh my God, yes, we need to praise black serial killers. But where the fuck is their documentary? Where the fuck is their recognition? You know, we always talk about the fucking white ones and giving them 50,000 shows and keep putting their name in the press when they're horrible ass people. You know, where, where the black serial killer shows at? Oh, okay. All right, y'all. It's the moment y'all been waiting for. I'm going to tell y'all. The story of Miami Rolling Loud 2017. Now brace yourselves. Because hell, I got to brace myself. This is very triggering because it was a lot of shit going on, y'all. I'm not even kidding. So much. Okay, so this happened in 2017. You know, back then I was more, you know, free open. I had hella friends. I just would be friends with anybody. So I met this girl on Twitter. We're going to call her Earthy because she's real earthy, you know, balanced. She's real in tune with the universe and all that stuff. And that's why I fucked with her. Okay. So I met her, I think we met through like a mutual tweet or something. We liked the same tweet. We followed each other. We ended up becoming really cool. She was from New York. I'm from Alabama. So she was like, hey, I'm moving to Florida. You know, after we got real cool and acquainted and stuff like that, she was like, hey, I'm moving to Florida. I might be passing through Alabama on my way if you want to meet up and blah, blah, blah. You know, we can. And so she was going to be passing through Birmingham, which is like an hour and a half from me. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm going to go meet up with her. And it was her and two other girls. Now... One, we're gonna call her bougie because she was like real kind of bougie, like hi, upper crest, like you know, sadiddy sadiddy. You know, not mad at it. And then the other one, we'll just call her blondie. Wanna call her thotty, but you know, I don't slut shame. Eh, but she was a little thottish, but we'll call her blondie. So blondie might slip up and call her thotty. Oh well, y'all will be all right. So basically i hung out with them and they were like if you're ever in florida miami you know hit us up you could totally stay with us whatever you need we got you i'm like okay that's a bet now when i met these girls you know they present themselves like business women and you know they're like we have all this shit going on they had their own calendar they had their own website they had their own shit like they basically was doing only fans and shit like that before i even knew what the fuck only fans was when i was still a vanilla child okay so when I met them, I was just like, oh, these are some really cool, like, you know, basically, like, you know, in the industry type girls, you know, they seem real cool. Like, you know, I didn't have a problem with them, whatever, blah, blah. So then I ended up linking up with this guy. We're going to call him experiment number 592. And just know the number's going to change. Cause Just say he looked like an experiment from Lilo and Stitch. I'm not sure which one, but we're just going to call him all of them. So experiment 807. He, I met him through some friends and, you know, we met out of town, but we're from the same city. And then when we got back into town, we became cool. You know, I would hang out with them from time to time. I kind of took them under my wing because they was a little weird. And, you know, people would always talk about them and they'd be like, he's weird and this, that, and the fourth. So, you know, I'm going to take him under my wing. He don't seem that bad. So then one day he randomly reaches out to me. Back then I wanted to be like a creative director and like create like old 90s gear and stuff like that. So he randomly just reaches out to me and is like, I told my mom about you. She's a lawyer and she's got in contact with Adidas, this one brand named Eva Sue, all these other big brands. And they basically want to like have a meeting with you to talk about you coming on as a creative director. Now, you know, I'm 19, 20. I'm like, oh shit, like this is crazy. This is huge. This is big. Like, wow. Or maybe I was 20. Yeah, I think I was 20, 19, 20. So then I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm looking into it. He's like, so Rolling Loud was coming up. So he was like, if you're going to Rolling Loud, that'd be perfect because then that's when you can have all your meetings and stuff. So I wasn't going to Rolling Loud. I was thinking about it, but that solidified it for me because I was like, if I'm going, I'm going to also have business shit to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm fucking going. It's over with. 
So I booked my own loud ticket. So my parents was going on this down the fourth. My mom was like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to go? I'm just, you know, she wasn't really feeling it. And I never really been far, far by myself at that point. So she was like, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. Like you say, what's the fucking strange? Basically, I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm like, I'm cool. Like, you know, back then I was like, really like on some fucking shit. Like I barely knew these girls. I didn't even, I just like, fuck it. I'm going to go. All I knew was that I needed to be in Miami and I wanted to go. So I was going the end. So the morning of, I overslept. This is sign number one. I should turn my ass around. So I overslept. And then I decided to catch my flight in Chattanooga. I don't know why. We don't really get good shit out of here, Huntsville. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Chattanooga to catch my flight. Get pulled over in South Pittsburgh, which is like right outside of Chattanooga. And then, you know, the it's two cops. It's a man cop and he's a dickhead. And then I think he called for a woman cop because just in case we got to search this bitch, you know, pull up or whatever. But, you know, nothing came to that effect. Pretty sure I had sprayed it down and I hadn't smoked them in. I don't remember what happened. But, yeah, so then basically they ended up going in my trunk. And then the woman was like, what is this? I forget. I got some fucking Rice Krispie edibles in the goddamn trunk. And then I was like, oh, my little sister who's in like kindergarten. She had like a little snack day. And then I made some fresh Rice Krispies for her, some homemade ones or whatever. And then she was like, oh, okay, because they look like edibles. I thought they were edibles. Then she closed my trunk, gave me my ticket and was like, you know, go on about you. I was like, bitch, it was almost over with for me. So at that point, I was just like, wow, shook. So then, you know, I get on the plane, barely made it. I'm like, thank God I made it. So I get to Miami, and then these bitches let me know, Earthy, she's like, oh, by the way, we're not exactly in Miami, we're in Wellington, which is a good 45 on a good day to an hour from actual Miami. So I had to pay $50 for an Uber to get to the actual fucking place where they were, and then she's like, oh, I'm going to pay you back, never got paid back. Mm. So yeah, I get there, and it's, you know, it's cool, it's chill, it's in a nice little neighborhood, Iana, and I'm like, okay, this is nice, it's chill they weren't even there she just let me know the code to get in everything i get in it's cool it's chill and then they get there they're like hey what's up you want to smoke blah blah and then i think this i got there maybe two days before rolling loud or maybe a day before so then they were like okay let's go thrifting and this that and the fourth and then we're gonna you know get stuff for the fest i'm like okay cool so we get to the thrift store we look for all this shit i didn't find anything they found some shit they check out then it's time to go Blondie starts looking for her fucking keys to the car. She don't know with the car down there. I can't find my keys. Oh my god! Oh my god! No fucking keys. They were lost. I think someone left the store with them, or they literally were hidden in a place we were never gonna find them because they were gone. Like we were stranded at that thrift store for hours to the point where I just went. Like I, it was in a plaza, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get some food. I'm gonna do this, but that. Then at this point, I was like, I'm gonna get a lift and go back to the crib. So I did. Left them there. Hours later, they get back. And then they were like, the dude who had to make the key for us basically was like, if you show us, show me your tits, I'll take some money off. And you know, they did, you know, not mad at it, but they did. So then basically they're like, okay, what's the plan for tomorrow? Blah, blah. I'm like, look, I actually have like a real wristband. Like I'm going in there. We're like, okay, well, this person's manager, tour manager said they're going to put us on the list. Is that afford? They're depending on niggas. To say, I am I can get you on a list to get them in. Meanwhile, I have like a legit risk. So I'm like, either way, I'm getting in this bitch. I don't know. Either way, it's they on their own if they can't get in. That's not on me. So <clears throat> we get to roll out. And then they're like, okay, we're going to get a hotel. That way we don't have to drive back and forth to Wellington like the next two days. We can just like, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. So we got a hotel room. And then, you know, we get, I put our stuff there. We're like, okay, let's go, blah, blah. 
So we get to roll out. Of course, we get to the area, like the VIP area where their name's supposed to be or niggas supposed to be waiting on them. Nothing. Crickets, bitch. Nada. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm finna go in. Y'all have a good one. Like, I'm not supposed to, am I supposed to feel bad because y'all came with no game plan? And it was just earthy and blondie that came bougie was like she wasn't fucking with the vibe she was just like i'm in my own little lane and y'all i'm not with that really so i was like, okay good, okay cool not mad at it so basically they didn't get into like the very end and then you know i met up with some people inside they were cool so you know blah blah so at the end i'm looking for them after the first night's over i'm like what the fuck where y'all at um we got invited to a hotel party we're gonna go there blah blah and i was tired i didn't really care and then i was like okay I'm going back to the hotel. Y'all have a good one. And so, get back to the hotel. I'm asleep a little bit, in and out of sleep. And then it's like, wait, one or two, she hits back like, I'm finna go back, I'm finna come back to the hotel. We finna come back, blah, blah, And then like, she got back, I could tell like, what the fuck is up? Something's off. And she's like, I'll talk to you in the morning, blah, blah. So we wake up and she basically was like, we go to this hotel party. You know, it's basically like influencers, rappers type shit, you know, walking around, blah, blah. So they're sitting on a couch or whatever. And the next thing you know, lo and behold, ASAP Rocky walks in. So ASAP Rocky walks in and then he basically tells all the girls, get up, turn around, show me your ass. Like he starts basically going down the line, rating their ass. Like this one's nice. This one's this. You, yours is too fat. Yours is not, you know, whatever. And so, you know, that that was that. Then, you know, they're just chilling, you know, blah, blah. Then next thing you know, a security guard comes from the back and is like, little Yachty is requesting you in the back to Blondie. And, you know, for a white girl, okay, so Earthy's really, like, petite and small, but she has a nice body. Now, Blondie, that bitch was kind of stacked for a white girl, okay? It was all natural. So, I was like, okay, you know, okay, girl. So, basically, Yachty wanted Blondie to come to the back room. And then Earthy was like, no, it's not happening. And then so the dude was like, well, if y'all not fucking, y'all need to get the fuck up out of here. And so they basically got thrown out because they was not fucking. And so that was night one. So then day two, we go. And of course, they cannot get in again. So they are like, we're just going to go back to Wellington. We'll probably come back and get you later, Bubba. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I met up with this cool ass girl from Cincinnati. You know, we turned up the whole time, basically. Damn near. We got cool. We was vibing. When Thug came on, all kind of shit was going on. It was too much chaos. Basically, I lost my wallet. My wallet was stolen. So I'm basically stranded in Miami with no wallet, dead phone, rolling loud, 45 minutes from where I'm staying. I was just shook. It was just a lot going on. There was luckily a cafe, like, right across the street. They let me charge my phone. I met people who was, like, nice enough, like, do you need anything? Like, it was crazy. I had to contact some friends. They sent me some money. They was like, if you need anything, let me know. I had to tell my mom. She was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is fucking crazy. Like, blah, blah. I told you I had not to go. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know. But fuck that. We ain't talking about that right now. Oh, bitch. I'm just, what am I supposed to do? So, I was just, like, panicking. But then, like, the girl was, like, you know, basically, they was, like, oh, and they had a whole bunch of dudes, like, wanted to do stuff. She's like, I'm going to get this dude to just, like, pay for you an Uber back to Wellington. I'm like, okay, thank God. I didn't get home till like, fucking 6 a.m. It was so much bullshit going on. I was over it. Like, I was depressed. I was, like, my shit is going. Like, how am I getting home? I don't have no ID. I don't got nothing. Like, I was just fucking shook. So, the third day, Earthy's like, I'm not fucking with these vibes. The last two days have been good gone as fuck i'm not going like y'all do what y'all gotta do but i'm not going today blah 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 but you know blondie's like i have to be on the scene i have to be that bitch i have to be that girl so what did blondie do she strapped on her two little ass boots and her thottish outfit and she was like let's fucking 
go. And so I was like, okay, let's go. You know, I got my wristband. So like I said, push comes shove, bitch. You just, duh. So when we get there, you know, lo and behold, someone actually did get us in through the VIP entrance. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. So then we get in there and, you know, it's the artist area and stuff like that. It was cool. It was chill. Met some other cool folks back there. I was like, hey, y'all, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Like everybody was talking, chilling, cool. When Future came out, everybody had got separated. So we was all in different places doing our thing. And he was like, I think the last performance of the night. So afterwards, I was like, okay, I need to find this bitch. So then I link up for her and she's like, we finna go to this condo. Mobile. I'm like, okay. And it was this cool black dude. He was like, what's up, my hey, you know, so, <laughs> what the fuck? Where are we finna go? What are we doing? So we hop in this big ass Uber XL. I was like, oh, not an Uber XL. And so we was in a big ass Uber XL. And then they randomly, like, it was, first of all, the traffic was so goddamn bad. Because, you know, it's literally right after Rolling Loud, it's Miami. Streets are shut down. It's packed. So then we basically just hopped out, walked to the fucking condo after like a little while we was in there. Because when we get there, it's black people pulling up. They rolling up. It's a whole bunch of shit going on. I'm like, okay, you know, everybody's like, hey, what's up, blah, blah. You know, it's cool vibes. The fucking blondie bitch is like, I'm finna go with this nigga to go get some Rillos. That's what they call them, Rillos. We, where I'm from, we call them shells. Um, whatever. So I'm finna go get some Rillos. I'm like... Bitch, hurry your ass up because I'm sick of you leaving me, bitch. Like, I'm the fuck. I don't know these people. I don't know this place. You feel me? So then, of course, she takes forever and ever and ever to get back. And they like, we got to go to the performance. Come on, come on. And then I'm just into the table like, what the fuck? And then they're like, we can't leave her. And then she's like, come on, come on, get in the Uber with us. I'm like, okay. So I get in the fucking Uber with these random ass people. I do not know them. You know, they're friendly. They talking to me. They kind of, it was just like, like, we don't know this bitch, but you know, she cool. I was like, <laughs> so then we go to this club. And then I found out these are Zoe Dollars people. So Zoe Dollars, I think he signed to Future. And basically it was his people. So they're like, we need to hurry up, we need to go. So they go, you know, they turn up. Zoe come out, he's performing everything. I'm sitting up here like, okay, whatever. And then I basically, first of all, I'm, I'm be cold easy. It was so fucking cold in that bitch. After he performed, I was like, baby, I got to get up out of here. So I just walked out and left. And then I'm looking for this bitch. I'm like, bitch, where you at? Because she was supposed to be coming. And then she had went somewhere with the other nigga. Oh, my God, I'm coming. I'm on the way. Blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, you better hurry the fuck up. Because I'm ready to smack you. So then I finally get to a CVS. Because I'm like, bitch, my phone finna die. Like, all this other stuff. I can't get in the car because this bitch has the key. We parked in a parking garage. So I went to a CVS right by our parking garage. And then this woman, like, let me charge my phone up in there. She ended up meeting me up in there. So then we like, okay, you ready to go? Let's go. It was like 2, 3 in the morning. So we get to the parking garage and we try to get out. This bitch does not have any money to get us out of the parking garage. Now, I don't have any cards, nothing, because my shit is stolen, okay? So I'm like, what do you want from me? You crazy ass bitch. Like, you really out here with no fucking money. Like, you the baddest bitch. Like, I got weed, I got this. But you don't have any fucking money to get us out the goddamn parking, bitch. So then she's like, oh my God, let us out. I will literally drive through this shit. I don't care. Let me out. Then she calls her mom. So, you know, her mom's into the money, but the shit's still not working because I guess it hadn't hit her car yet. She was like, it's not working. But then the woman who's supposed to be letting us out, who wouldn't want to let us out, think her stomach was bubbling because she literally, next thing you know, the gate goes up and she's like running away with her stomach holding it. So I'm like, okay. So um, we just got blessed. So then the first thing this bitch thinks to do is let's go get some rillos so we can smoke i'm like you broke ass roach like come on like we okay 
So then by the time we get back home, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I was beyond ready to get back home to little old Huntsville. I was done with this fucking trip. It was the trip from hell. Now, mind you, I'm saying with this girl, I'm thinking they got it made. They're like made bitches. You know, we on calendars. We in music videos. We got our own event, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking they got some... These bitches was living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Literally, I'm not fucking kidding. Because the the way they were the surviving was off of men sending them money. They didn't have real jobs. They were surviving off whether a man sent them money to be able to pay their rent, pay their bills, buy weed, eat. The fridge was empty as fuck. And I don't really think they was eating like that anyway. Like literally eating was like the last thing on their mind. They was like, as long as we have weed, we could give a fuck if we ate. So literally like one time we were chilling in like a bedroom and we're just all talking. And next thing you know, Earthy's like, hold on one second. Next thing you know, she just pulls her top off. Sets the phone up in the goddamn windowsill. And then next thing you know, she answers the FaceTime. It's some fucking fat, ugly white guy jerking in the camera. And then she's just rubbing her boobs in the camera. Like, oh, you like that? Oh, you like That was the first time I ever seen some shit like that in real life. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was very confuzzled. And it was very shocking to me, like, back then. I was young. And I was like, i never seen this shit like that. And then that's when I realized, like, and then that's how they make their money. From FaceTime calls, from OnlyFans, from music videos, from, you know, maybe having deals with these people. Maybe, do, but like, they didn't have no solidified income. So, yeah, it was very, you know, it was it was interesting. So, you know, basically, it was cool for the most part. But then I started to realize, bitch, I, I have. And so, yeah, let's not forget the whole reason why I went was to have these business meetings with these people. So I'm like, where is this man? He hasn't contacted me. He ain't told me nothing about these business meetings. I wrote him and all stuff. He's like, oh, this will be your login to ADP like this, that and the other. This will be where your tasks are, where the address are, everything. I can't find anything. I'm like, it's not letting me in. It's another, okay, well, my mom and her assistant will reach out to you, blah, blah, blah. So nothing came from that the whole time I was in Miami. I was like, what the fuck? So I get back home. And I'm like, that was the craziest trip. It was some bullshit. And then the dude just kind of like, I don't, I think I stopped talking to him or whatever. Cause you know, the shit fell through. And then I randomly just linked up with this white girl who just so happened to know him. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I told her he, he was, his mom's a lawyer. And then I was supposed to have all these meetings and other. Y'all, are y'all ready for this? Experiment number 607 has done lot. Shocking. Yeah, I know. He basically, the girl was like, his mom's not a fucking lawyer. She's like a fucking receptionist. They got them this local business. I'm like, what? She was like, yeah, he's like a known like sociopath. He's a fucking liar. He lies to everyone. He basically dropped out of school because he lied to the school and was like, told all these people like, hey, I'm planning a trip to Florida or something like that. PCB. Because down here back then, PCB. Oh my God. PCB. Everybody got to go to Panama, Panama, Panama. So he organized a trip to Panama, took all these people money, and then dropped out of school and basically ran off with their money. Crazy as shit, right? So I find out that this man basically lied to me and made all this shit up. Why? Still for reasons unknown. He's never got a dime from me. He's never gotten anything from me. We never messed around nothing. The man was like a little gay Yoda. I don't... But why he did it, like I said, still for reasons unknown. I don't even fucking know. Like, literally, people, and the more I posted about it, the more people were coming forward with their horror stories about him. One bitch came out with Odyssey and was like, he literally got me fucked up one night and swiped my card at the ATM. Then was like, when I asked for money, said I need to go to the ATM to get money, he gave me money talking about, I got you. You ain't got to pay me back. Don't worry about it. Paid a bitch with her own money. Then said, don't worry about paying me back. That's a fucking psych... What 
up trip. That was on my own. I'm the one who decided to do that, okay? He was out here going to the ATM with bitches' cards and then giving them their own money, pretending like it wasn't him. Like, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then apparently this man lived in Texas for a brief time. And while he was in Texas, apparently, he was living in some $10,000 a month, I think, condo or some shit like that. Expensive-ass condo or something like that. Penthouse, townhouse, outhouse. I don't give a fuck. He was living somewhere nice. And basically, he got in cahoots with some fucking crooked-ass dude. And they was basically printing up fake IDs and cashing bad checks. He would basically put his picture on ID. The dude, I think, would make the IDs, like, and put different names on them. And then the dude, Experiment 807, would pretend, like, I'm this person and go cash these checks. And they were bad. And then he didn't pay his rent. So he owed, like, I don't know, a trillion dollars in back rent. And then he owed money for them bad checks. And then on top of that, he got in a car wreck. And the reason why he got wrecked, because he was strung out on fucking heroin. And you know, black people, we really don't use heroin. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but and that was very shocking for me. He don't even look like a person that would do heroin. So the fact that they say he was on it, I was very shocked. And I didn't even know the type of person I was dealing with. I was like, this looks like a not normal looking. He was kind of weird looking. But I'm saying this looks like a normal type of person. This don't look like somebody who do, be doing this type of shit. This man was literally, baby, a whole fucking fraudster, a whole fucking menace, a whole fucking, I just feel like I said, for reasons unknown, that's going to be one of my new fucking slow, for reasons unknown. He, I still don't know to this day why this man had me going on a wild goose chase while he went out of his way to lie to me and pretend like his mom was a lawyer to do all this stuff for me. Like why, what the fuck did you gain from it? That And that's really my main take. If I could just sit across from him today, we could do one of them talks like how they used to do with the exes sitting across from each other. I would just want to sit across from this motherfucker and be like, what did you gain from it? What was the point? What is wrong with you? Have you paid these people back? Do you still have warrants in Texas? Find out next week on fucking Dragon Ball Z. But it's just like, what the fuck? You know? That was the trip from hell. And I only went because this man told me that I was going for business. And it ended up being a fucking nightmare. And you know, yes, I was young and dumb, so I believe what this man was saying. But in my defense, who the fuck is going out of their way to make up these lies for no reason? Especially when I'm not offering them money for their help. When I'm not, I didn't give him anything. I didn't have nothing. He maybe got smoked out one time. But bitch, that's a blunt. For reasons unknown. And I have not seen that man since. You know, I aired him out on Snapchat. People was starting to him, writing him all this stuff, and he blocked me on everything. But, you know, I still got, like, emails from, like, the sister. Well, he deleted the email account. But, y'all, he was writing me, pretending to be his mom and pretending to be her fucking assistant. He had two fake-ass phone numbers and was writing me. So, yeah, y'all can think I'm dumb. Hell, I was dumb. Like I said, young and dumb, but real deal. Would you not believe it if people are riding you pretending to be his sister his mom and like i said he went out of his way i didn't seek him out and say oh my god can you make this happen for me he wrote me and he seeked me out and told me these things crazy as fuck but yeah y'all want to update on the girls okay earthy she has her own swimsuit company now and then she sells real estate on snapchat yeah i don't know you know we had some business dealings after the whole miami debacle and she fucked me over so you know we haven't spoken since but, you know, I don't have any problems with her or anything like that. You know, I wish her the best. You know, congrats on the swim company. Congrats on, like, you know, doing your real estate shit, whatever. You know, I'm happy for you. But you fucked me over and thought you was finna get away with it. And, and it wasn't going down like that. But, you know, you know, congrats that you got back up and now you're on your shit. I can do nothing but respect it. 
Bougie, I don't really talk to her, but we're friends on Snapchat. Hey, girl. I don't even think she lives in America anymore. But, you know, hey, girl. Blondie, couldn't tell you. I have no idea where she is, what she's doing on her social media. I can't find it unless she's going by a new name now. I don't know where she is. You know, maybe I'll have an update for y'all and I can do some more further research. I don't know. But yeah, that all a thousand percent true. Everything, it happened. It was very crazy. It was a lot going on. Yeah. You know, and I wish I could say that. Yeah, this, yeah. But, um, you know, I don't regret the trip. I don't regret meeting the people I met. I don't regret the experience because all the fucked up shit that happens to me, I literally like eat it up. I eat it up. I take it with a grain. So, cause that shit literally, it built me into the bitch I am today. All the fucked up shit that happens to me, it's, it makes me who I am. It's, it gives character. Fucked up shit gives you character. I don't care what nobody say. When you go through some fucked up shit and you rise from it and you become back stronger and back, you, that's, I love it. I love it. Live for it. Okay, don't let no fucked up situations have you to where you're like, I'm so down now. I can't recover from this. You can recover from anything for real. Just, you know, for real. Like I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to meet with Adidas. I'm not going to. But like, guess what? You know, maybe one day I will. Who knows? But yeah, I was young. dumb. It was a wild ass trip. I don't regret it. It was, you know. <laughs> It was an experience. It was a lot. But like I said, you know, and to experiment 501. I hope you burn in hell. Um I hope you just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I hope that the people that you owe finally catch up with you. I hope that you also find peace within yourself because clearly someone is deranged and crazy as you need some fucking help so i really hope you find the help that you deserve because you really need it because who does all the shit that you've done in such a young age baby can you wait till you get to your 30s to start committing like all these heavy crimes damn can we like we are children what mac miller said we just some motherfucking kids sit your ass down like you literally was in high school scamming people out of fucking pcb funds sit your crazy ass down because i'm telling you you'll run into the wrong nigga and they'll be glad to do you i'm i'm promise you but anyway, yeah, that concludes today's podcast, Misha Mondays. It's been real. Learn from me. Do as I say and not as I do. You know, don't let people treat you like you ain't shit. Don't let people run game on you. And just have a great fucking Monday, y'all. I will see y'all ass next Monday. And I'm going to have some more shit for, to, to talk about with y'all. And please feel free to write me. If you have questions and want some advice, if you got a story of your own, a confession, you know, you want to reveal that you done been fucking your sister's man or you've been, you know, do, do, you know, I, no judgments, no names. Just hit me up. I will be here. Mind Amisha, Misha Mondays. I will see y'all motherfuckers next week. <laughs>